Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with her husband and children so that she can feel deeply fulfilled in those relationships, which are so vitally important. The topic for today's podcast is how to create the marriage you want by embracing who you are. But before we get started, I want you to know that I've created a free video on communication in marriage for you. This video is for you if you have ever felt like you can't get through to your husband or he never listens to you or you lose your cool during difficult conversations or if you're just tired of fighting all the time. In only 30 minutes, this video is going to teach you how to lay the foundation for healthy communication in marriage and how to handle difficult conversations so you can feel more connected with your husband and like you're on the same team. So you can visit the link in the show notes to access it. Also, I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get more inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed and you are welcome to join us. Now let's dive in and talk about how to create the marriage you want by embracing who you are. So I'll start with a story. I had a client who came to me because she said that her and her husband get along good enough, but there just wasn't any romance anymore. It was kind of more like they were just roommates, like doing the business of life together. And that wasn't what she wanted. She wanted more intimacy and fun and connection in their marriage like they used to have when they were younger. She said that she tried to talk to her husband about it. Sometimes the conversations were calm. Sometimes it turned into more of a complaint or an argument because it would make him angry. And it just felt like trying to get more romance in her life was actually creating more distance and connection. And it was making her feel very insecure in her relationship. So this went round and round for years like this. and My client didn't know what to do. And you know, the thing is, this client does not have a unique problem. Many women, if not most women would love to have more romance and connection in their marriage. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So first I would like to explain why it happens, which is just due to some primary differences between men and women. Women are biologically wired as nurturers. This is generally like most of the time, right? There are always exceptions to every rule. Most of the time, The woman is the one with the skills to nurture the relationship. The woman anticipates the need of her husband and she just steps in and takes care of nurturing that relationship. And she's the one that senses when things have gone awry. I mean, that's why women come to me because they're sensing something has gone awry. Their husbands are probably blissfully doing something else, (laughs) paying attention to what they're supposed to be paying attention to, which is to our next point of how men are wired. Men are biologically wired as the providers and protectors. And it is not that the relationship isn't important to them. It's just that they show it in different ways by working hard and establishing a career and taking care of the family, right? This is how God made us, like on purpose. The fact is that men and women are different. Women are generally better at relationship Men, generally better at providing, 
Of course, like I said, there are always exceptions, but this is true for most relationships. And I know to some of you, this is possibly sounding a little old-fashioned. I have had women say to me that this was kind of, um, this concept was bumping into their feminist views that they have. But when they tried it and it worked, they were like, wow, okay, it really works. And so, yes, it does. Like just first understanding this and then taking it to the next step, which is what we're going to talk about next. And I do want to point out uh, another thing that women say to me, which is, which is like, but hold on a second here. Like my husband was really good at the relationship when we were dating, right? Like he, he courted you. He made you mixtapes if you're as old as me. He wrote you love letters. Literally, I got snail mail love letters from my husband. And now that you're married, you know, 10, 20 years or whatever, where has all of those, that doting come from? Where did it go? Why, why don't I get all those things anymore? Well, I'll tell you where it's gone. I'll tell you what's happened. Your husband has a male need for conquest. And that was kicked into high gear when you were dating. And he did whatever he had to do to win you over. <laughs> And then you got married and he won. He won you. He believes that you should know he loves you. And that is that. Now he can focus on providing for you. (laughs) This is true, you guys. Got to ask your husband. But for us ladies, we thrive on relationship and we want to keep those loving feelings flowing, especially when life is chaotic with kids and responsibilities and everything, right? Well, what I want you to know is that this is not a character flaw in our men. It's not that they're broken and need fixing. They are simply operating how they were designed to operate. And it's important to know that we bring different gifts and skills to our marriages. These differences are what make the marriage work when we let them work in our favor, right? It is important that one of us is good at keeping tabs on the relationship and that the other keeps tabs on providing for and protecting the family. I'm telling you, ladies, even if you work full time, your husband still takes that responsibility very seriously, (laughs) very seriously. But then there you are doing both, right? And so that's like extra tension that is pulling you apart and not giving you the marriage that you want. So I want you to think about this, though. If we both, it would be so funny, like I just talked about like if you know, you're both working full time, but like if you both focused only on your relationship, there like might not be anyone with a steady job in your relationship. Do you remember that honeymoon phase in love when you first met and you couldn't think of anything else but the love of your life, right? Like just remember all of that euphoria? Well, that can't go on forever. Like nothing would get done, right? <laughs> Eventually, that bliss fades and that's normal. And we fall into more normal roles. But I want to share a statistic with you to help support what I'm saying. It's author Shanti Feldhahn. In her research, she discovered that 78% of men said, even if their wife earned enough to support the family, they would still feel a compulsion to provide for their family. There's that statistic that I... Um, give you I, that I gave you earlier, the little statement I gave you earlier, and there's the statistic to back it up because especially in today's day and age, so many women uh, do earn enough to support the family. But you just need to know that that doesn't take away our husband's need to provide for his family, right? It's just 
how they're wired. But listen to this statistic on the flip side of this. Shanti also discovered that 70% of women said they would rather experience financial struggles than relationship struggles with their husband. Right? That's just very interesting. That shows us what we're focusing on. Like men are focusing on the finances and the careers and the taking care of the family. And women, like what is really near and dear to us is the relationships. And that is just so important for us to remember. But here we go. Like right now you're asking yourself this question, right? Like, well, does that mean I just have to accept this and I don't get any romance anymore? No, that does not mean that. But I hope that just this knowledge gives you the ability to give your husband grace. And so we want to start there first, because with this understanding, we can know not to take this focus on work personally, right? And we can cut them some slack. So that's where we start. And then we want to move into how we can get more connection and intimacy flowing again. So remember my client that I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, like what she did was like sit her husband down and tell him that he needs to be more intimate and romantic. And I just want to ask you like, have you ever tried that? And how has that worked out for you? (laughs) It rarely works because even though we're trying to share our heart, it makes our husband feel criticized. And that makes him angry. And I know that's hard to understand if you're a woman because our brains don't work that way. But when you understand that's how what's happening in your husband's brain, then you know possibly we can look for a different approach. And that's what I want to help you do. And so I suggest that we do something ourselves to reignite that connection. So for example, if like my client, you want more romance in your relationship, do something to bring more romance in. Ask yourself, What could I do to bring more romance in? If you want more spontaneity in your relationship, ask yourself, what could I do to be spontaneous? If you want more kindness in your marriage, again, ask yourself, what can I do to bring some kindness into my relationship? So what I'm suggesting is that you go first, that you take the lead on creating the marriage you want. And there is actually plenty of um, evidence that this theory works. What it does is when you go first and you start taking the lead, he catches on and, and starts reciprocating and sending more love and attention in your direction. And I do have some statistics on this, actually. This is in the research of Shanti Feldhahn. While researching her book, The Kindness Challenge, she discovered that 74% of spouses said when they made a concerted effort to be more kind and focused on their spouse for 30 days, their spouse changed too. Did you hear that? 74% of the spouses said when they made the effort first to be more kind and focused, their spouse changed too. And I always like to say, this is like you're doing a dance. If you imagine you've got one hand on around your husband's shoulder and you're holding hands with the other hands, both of you, and you're doing the tango and you're stepping back and forth and you change your step to the mambo and you start going side to side, when you change your step, he has to change his step too. Otherwise, he's going to fall over. He doesn't want to fall over. So he's going to change his step, right? So cool. So girlfriends, changing our marriage starts with 
changing us. So let's go back again to my story about my client who was looking for more connection and intimacy in her marriage. While coaching her, one of the complaints she had was about how little they communicate during the day. You remember when you were first dating, they like talk all the time and text and all that stuff? Well, we talked about then, if what you want is more connection and communication during the day, what can you do to communicate with him during the day that's going to foster that? And she said also that she realized if they did talk during the day, that it mostly had to do with the business of running the family. And you know what I mean. Like, we need to take Johnny here at 6 p.m. and Annabella goes there at 6.30 p.m. And can you do this? And, and I'll do that, right? All of like that business stuff. That's just business. That's not love or romance or connection. And so my client decided that she wanted to bring in more communication that was fun and playful. So she decided to take her mindset back to their dating days and think about things that they could talk about or text about that were more fun, things they had in common, those things that drew them together in the first place, right? And so she actually made a list of some of those things so that she could have them ready, you know, easily accessible to make an effort to communicate with him. And she decided just once a day that she was going to send some sort of a fun message with him to him. And guess what? He loved it. He like he responded so well to those text messages and then he even started sending some to her eventually on his own merit, right? Not waiting for her to come first. And that started them, that simple little thing just started them on a path to more intimacy and connection and romance in their relationship. Like, isn't that easy? So simple, so positive. We don't have to sit them down and tell them they're doing it wrong. They really don't like hearing that. <laughs> I challenge you, try my way first. Try taking the lead first and seeing what happens. Okay, I hope this helps you feel encouraged to take the first step. And I would challenge you Think about what is one thing that you wish were different in your marriage. Just one thing. And then come up with a list of things that you could do to create that in your marriage, right? And then just set an intention to work on it for seven days in a row. Just pick one, one challenge that you want to make better and do some one small thing for seven days in a row and let me know how it goes. Okay, I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for listening in. Let me know if you have any specific questions. And of course, as always, I know that this is easier said than done. So if you would like to work with a coach on this one-on-one -on -one to talk about your personal situation, reach out to me for a complimentary consultation. We'll talk about what's going on in your marriage, what you want it to be like, and then we'll come up with a plan for how you can get there. All right, in the meantime, download my free Marriage Communication Masterclass. And don't forget to join the Life Design community on Facebook. All right, thank you so much. I'll see you next time.